Phineas and Ferb. So you know that show with that platypus, Perry the Platypus? I've seen so many references to this character and it had nothing to do. And I saw it was on Disney Plus. So I watched, I think the first episode or two. Doesn't seem all that great. It's kind of quirky and everything moves rapid fast. Cause like each episode is like 10 minutes. But from the little snippets of it that I saw, I thought it would be like very funny. And I was just like, oh, this is kind of cute. It's a kid show, well, well, obviously. But a lot of kids shows still have some level of depth that you can um, appreciate or at least chuckle at or whatever. It had it, like it had its own little charm, and I'm I'm in, I'm happy I took a look, so I now understand it a bit more. I would have loved it if I was still 29. Maybe, maybe. Trying to be recognized as human on a dating app. Oh, I suppose the only other significant thing is I I got some likes on the dating app thing I'm on now, so I know it works now. Yay! So I guess I'll throw that into my routine of stuff I do now, I guess. Talking to random strangers on a dating app. I fully expect effectively nothing to come from it, but maybe I'll get some funny stories. Did I mention how, like, I couldn't get my account verified originally? Like, you, you're, you're meant to take a picture of yourself doing a particular pose or, or something, like just holding up your hand or something, and the, the algorithm detects you as a person and goes, oh, you are a person, good stuff. I did this like 15, 20 times and it would not detect me as a person. Is it possible that I'm a machine and I just don't know it? Maybe I'm a reptile. Perhaps I'm some sort of alien who got amnesia. You, you, maybe there's machines trying to tell me something. Everyone in chat's like, I knew it, man. You are so bad at this game. After 8,000 hours, I didn't think that could be possible for human. It all makes sense that you must be some kind of machine. Games frustratingly being limited to certain hardware. You got a PS5 ad when you joined the stream? What a useless ad. Uh, is there any PS5 stock yet? Or have they actually released some games for it? Now we can't say consoles right now because the consoles are actually quite powerful. The current console generation is probably more powerful than the average person's gaming PC. I actually, I'd be confident in saying that. And that isn't just for the price. Yeah, of course, I mean, PC still has more benefits given, you know, the much, much larger library of games and mods. Your PC is better than the current console? Well, la-dee-da, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, I know the feeling. I am certainly privileged to be in a position where I can have a system that's more powerful than the current consoles, and I do get annoyed that I can't play all games on my PC. I suppose some people must exist in the inverse, where they have a shitty gaming PC, but a great console, and they're like, man, I wish I could play my PC games on my console. Being alive with amazing technology and refusing to use this. My grandmother, um, 80 something, uh, 81 I think, her memory is starting to go a little bit and it's concerning, right? And my mother bought her a, uh, like an iPad touchscreen kind of thing and put some games on it. Cribbage and Rummyo and uh, Rummy Cub and all that stuff. The, the games I used to play um, with my grandmother when I was younger. I really hope that she starts using it. Not only because it will help her memory, I imagine, but uh, it's, it's just hard to imagine that there is a generation of people, obviously not an entire generation, but a significant amount of people in the older generations who exist in a world with the internet, computers, all this technology, amazing wonders, and they just have no interest in experiencing it. They're looking, ah, oh, you know, it ain't for me. I mean, I understand being set in your ways, but it's just hard for me to fathom a life without this kind of technology. 
I think like what do other what what do people who don't like mobile phones and stuff what do they do? You know? <laughs> I guess certainly I did live in a time before this technology was super accessible. So I remember being in primary school and having like Tamagotchis and Digimon and on the things and all that stuff, you know, before before you had the mobile phones and whatnot. I remember all this stuff, but like you're a kid at that point, your imagination runs wild. You can you can play for ten hours with two sticks. Like I'm just thinking about my retirement when I'm 80 and I like I imagine I'm gonna have like the most beefy PC system imaginable. I expect to be in my 80s going, oh you know, I'll just have a another speed run of Grand Theft Auto 5 for old time's sake. <laughs> I know people prefer GTA 6 that came out 10 years ago when I was 70. But uh, you know, I, st I still like the classic GTA 5. <laughs> no damage from when I'm 80. Yeah, I won't be doing a speed run at that point. I'll be like, hey guys, here I am for hopefully my final attempt at no damage GTA 5. I know I thought we'd get it sometime in the, the, the 2020s. That, that, that kind of decade, but now we're still here. <laughs> Hopefully not, chat. There's a few memes like that on my subreddit where people age me with algorithms and then put su such words. Why we still keep finding glitches in GTA 5? This game is so broken you'll still be making fats and glitches. <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't think it's that broken. I, I, no, I, I don't consider this game to be broken at all. It's just a very large game. We're still examining it after all this time. Like most games, I'm sure have infinite amount of tiny glitches basically everywhere. But usually people move on from them in within a year, you know? And then you have speedrunners finding all this stuff, but it doesn't really hit the public consciousness because most of it isn't applicable to speedrunning. But with this game, it's still popular after so long that I can be like, ah, hey Rockstar, found out that this texture over here is the wrong texture. Get fucking wrecked. Should have had uh, more attention to detail there in this random part of the map that no one has ever gone to. How are you going to live with yourself, Rockstar developer? Rockstar developer going home to their significant other. They found another one. I, I just don't know how I can go on. How I can live with these mistakes that I've made. My legacy is damaged forever because of these bastards on the internet finding my small mistakes. I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's going into a dark place, so I'm going to end it here. <laughs> Clean gaming HUDs and stream overlays. Would I do a no HUD run? Eventually. There's not much of a HUD in this game, right? Like, right now, it's just the map. The map, of course, being very important, but I certainly like the kind of style uh, where a game can be like this, where nothing's on the screen except, like, a tiny thing. And I kind of feel that way with... Uh, Streams as well. I, I much prefer there to be effectively nothing on the screen Covering the gameplay. So I'm kind of scrunched into the corner over here all the necessary information Like you go on some streams and the stream is just like Graphs and alerts and just like it's just so clogged up Worst is when you go to a World of Warcraft stream and like 90% like an actual raider or something, and 90% of the stream is just covered in analytics. They got enough analytics that they're trying to calculate NASA's landing. What's, what's the fucking XQC's line? You can analyze for NASA. Six consoles. Ten computers.
People who spend a ridiculous amount of time preparing themselves in the morning. Like the few minutes that I give to caring about the way that I look and preparation of myself in the morning. I couldn't imagine being one of these people who, you know, has to prepare themselves for 50 minutes or whatever, right? Hard to fathom. Spending that much time doing such a thing that is so temporary. I understand that you know, it, it can be fun for some people. It can be, it can, it can also be, you know, help your self-esteem and stuff, just feeling that you look good and it can be required for some jobs. Like I'm not judging such people. I'm just saying that I would consider that to be um, so burdensome, you know? I don't envy such people, I, I should say. Like you see some people's hairstyles and you're just like, that, that would take like 15 minutes to make. Are you crazy? You must be getting a haircut every second day. Wonder what portion of the uber rich have like just a hairdresser on hand at all times to cut their hair every morning. Swear words and demonetization. So I've been on the record guys multiple times that I think the way that society treats swear words, uh, I, I think it's completely absurd. That these particular words are enshrined and made important or taboo for seemingly no reason. When in a large majority of uses, it's just filler words to, to create emphasis or to communicate a particular emotion. It annoys me on any platform that people care about swearing. But of course, it's not the platform's fault, it's society's fault. Like, I don't hate YouTube for caring about swearing, it's the market. Society. It doesn't choose for people to care about this stuff. I'm sure in YouTube's wildest dreams, it would love every advertiser not to care about swearing. But that's not the world we live in, so YouTube is kind of, it, its hands are tied, right? I consider YouTube's rules to be quite lenient. You need to excessively swear, like I'm like, like every second sentence. Or have swearing in the first 30 seconds to get demonetized. And that's usually not a problem. But for the first 30 seconds, because my clips on my YouTube, uh, on my clips channel aren't very long, there's, there's often swearing in the first 30 seconds. I think I had 20 of the 2600 clips or something get demonetized. I said, can you manually check all these? And I think they undid like half of them. But I think some people who review it are okay with like one swear or a non-F-word swear or swearing when it's a part of the game and others aren't. There is clearly some level of leniency in the human review because that's humans, right? There's a human sub subjectivity. Kind of annoying system, but an understandable system, you know. About swearing, what happens if a character in the game swears in the first 30 seconds? That's my question, Swift. Twitch, for example, because Twitch is a far more mature website than YouTube, obviously its audience is far more mature, it, the average age of the audience is far more mature, that Twitch is a video game uh, website, uh, obviously it has a, a lot more lenience in regards to this kind of stuff. Twitch allows for a different standard for the game itself than, than your conduct, in regards to nudity and the, the language that is used. On YouTube, it's hard to tell. So I've had a clip with... So talk about clips now. Because clips, I can't really edit for that purpose. To remove the swearing, I mean. Um, I've had a clip with, like, someone saying shit in the first 30 seconds. And it was demonetized and confirmed on menu review. I had another one that had the same thing and it wasn't demonetized. It isn't like it was demonetized, but I said menu review and they accepted it. There are definitely some that I'm probably baiting a demonetization more than I need to. Like, I got a hole in one. And I have that clip 
of my first hole in one, and I called it when you shoot so good that you come, or something. And the clip itself is fine. I'm just very excited that I got a hole in one. But I mean, the title. And it was confirmed the manual review, and I'm just like, I should probably just change the title. I mean, like, <laughs> I probably could have even just censored the word and I would have been fine. But I don't give that much of a shit, right? <laughs> Me in 2017, first thinking of making the Rambles series. I sometimes think I should, uh, I should take some of the, uh, the clips of me ranting or whatever, like from the beginning of the stream today, and I should make them into videos for my, my, for my main channel. How huge skips are found in speedruns? How do people find these skips? Sometimes it's a matter of, like, you theorize, like, hmm, if I could find a skip here, it would enable me to skip all this area. So then like you, you, you trial and error stuff or you use like a cheat engine to prevent you from being able to die and you push yourself out of bounds and stuff. And, and then you just try and see what works. Or it's, in other cases, it's a matter of you find a skip in one area and you think to yourself, if this skip works here, maybe it works somewhere else. So, so long, long story short, it's, it's trial and error or using already known skips in different areas, kind of thing. The one place on Earth that I want to travel to. Have you ever considered moving to LA to practice Stratzel? <laughs> practice Strats in real life. If I were to travel somewhere, I'd, I'd do that. As in, I, I would go to the actual place where GTA is. I wonder how much tourism that place gets, specifically because it mirrors the game. Are there any countries you would like to visit in the future? I've realized the only place I would like to visit is the real-life area that was the basis for GTA 5. Because I could make good content out of that. Yeah, so I guess LA. Other than that, why would I ever leave my country? There's tons of places in my country that I haven't been to that are quite lovely. Avoiding drinking alone. Thought about buying myself some bourbon yesterday. Because I don't have any here. Which means on the rare occasion I'm stressed enough to want to drink, I can't have one. But that seems like a good thing, really. I shouldn't be drinking alone, so I'm trying to avoid the temptation to buy myself some alcohol. Bourbon is best, yes. Scotch better than bourbon? I think I've spent a lot of time drinking scotch, to be honest. Is scotch, like, more expensive than whiskey and bourbon? Like, I've never been to a place and had people drinking scotch. I've never seen a person at a club be like, yo, man, can I get some scotch? Yes? Yeah. Probably take, it's probably more expensive to prepare. Scotch is a type of whiskey, yeah. As is bourbon is a type of whiskey. I like Jim Beam, it's, that's just the standard bourbon you get out at places. Difficulties on dating app and trusting people. I'm gonna say something weird. Don't take it the wrong way immediately. But I need to dumb it down on this dating app that I'm on. Not in terms of I have to act stupid to attract people or something. I mean that I don't think people expect you to say more than basic small talk at the beginning of a conversation. Like, a person asked me my food preferences or something, and I actually me mentioned aphantasia or whatever, and my ability to uh, not be able to mentally image, uh, imagine the taste of food and stuff. I'm like, I don't think people would expect that kind of stuff. Like, in, an, in a, when there's a person that you know, and you know, you've known that person for a while or something. Sure, that would be interesting to talk about. But if that's like, you've been talking to a person for 10 minutes and that's what they start talking about, you'll think they're fucking crazy. 
someone mentioned they were a nurse and I was asking how they were doing with it and like how did COVID affect them and I, I said to them oh well, I suppose me it wasn't that bad because of the the bushfires because the bushfires reduced tourism and that helped Australia be a bit more better off in regards to the spread of COVID early on which helped us long term and I'm just like Polly doesn't want to talk about COVID to begin with second now Polly thinks that I hate immigrants and tourists and shit because I'm talking about how this has been produced. I'm like, next conversation, I should be like, I like dogs. Dogs are nice. Do you got dogs? I don't have dogs. I'd like to have dogs. <laughs> That's better than small talk? Small talk exists for a reason. It's to help you get comfortable with another person. Hello, other person. I too am a person who does person things. I, of course, agree that those conversations are far more interesting, but I'm a weirdo. I'm just gonna make sure other people don't realize I'm a weirdo until it's too late. <laughs> Advantageous when you don't believe in Disney movies. <laughs> That's funny. Are you talking about TikTok trends and doggos? I can do that. I do watch TikTok, and I do like the trends on TikTok. Do, you, do I mention my job in my dating profile? I just say that I uh, live stream and make videos for a living. I made sure to rep to mention the word success in there because while I'm sure they don't envision this kind of success, I don't want them thinking like I'm in a basement recording videos and mid doing live streams like two viewers. <laughs> gold diggers? I personally believed if I ran across a gold digger, I'd be able to convince them that I have something more than wealth. But no, I'm not particularly interested in a person who would just see me as a way to buy things. As I say, chat, what I want at the end of the day is a person that I can actually trust implicitly. And they can trust me, and we will each enrich our lives in varying different ways. Regardless of to the same degree, I've just always wanted a person that I can trust. I feel like I've never had a person that I trust significantly. I don't even see myself as a trusting person, because I've never really had a positive relationship, uh, romantic or otherwise, that has enabled me to tr uh, trust the person implicitly. At least I trust my mother and father and sister. I should go beyond that. I, I trust my family, at least my close family. As in, like, I could loan any one of my family members a heap of money. They, I, I would be confident they would pay me back if they were able to, or something. You know, I mean, I'd rather not do that. I feel like doing such a thing would be a strain on, on, on the family bonds or whatever, you know, but this is depressing. I know everyone isn't equally blessed in the family department, and I truly pity such people. What is my sister's name? Anastasia. That's a lie. You believe me for like one second. DMCA's continued impact on Twitch. What do I think about Mixer? It doesn't even exist anymore. Where have you been? Closed down like a million years ago. Mixer is now Facebook Gaming. Facebook Gaming is now Mixer. Have they released reports recently as to the uh, movement in terms of market share for these live streaming platforms? I'm sure if they had, I would have heard about it. Eagerly awaiting to see the trends in the uh, market dominance. It'd be very interesting to see what the effect of Twitch's DMCA drama will be. Because one of the big advantages Twitch had over YouTube was that they could play music. Um, without having to worry about DMCA's and whatnot in the large majority. Now that that's changed, I wonder, will people really moving off the platform for that? That just puts YouTube and Twitch on even footing. It doesn't necessarily mean that anyone would move to YouTube for that, uh, because of that, you know. I can't play songs anymore? Oh, well, there's DMCA now on Twitch. 
Does no one watch my rambles? These are old stories. Yeah, you just you just can't play DMCA-able music or whatever. You gotta get the content ID, ID free stuff. You may have seen that some people have recently gone back to playing music on Twitch. And the reason for this is that OBS has a feature where you're able to make it so that a different, a different track of music is recorded to the VOD on Twitch. So like on the live stream, you can listen to Kanye West or whatever, you, whatever artist you like. But in the actual recording that goes on Twitch, all that stuff will be removed. So any company that is trawling through VODs to find potential DMCA-able music won't be able to find it there. It'll only exist for the live audience. The problem with this is that systems already exist to listen to live streams and DMCA live content. It's just I imagine this stuff is harder to run. The system is probably less perfect or whatever. And I, I guess a lot of these content creators are just hoping that they won't be targeted by these systems that detect music live or that companies just won't bother. Or maybe even music that's played live, maybe there's less protections for that rather than recordings. I'm not sure. may depend on the region. But regardless, it's not completely safe, but it is safer certainly than putting it in your VOD, you know? Why play DMCA-able music then? Because it's good music. People like playing the popular songs and stuff. In the overwhelming vast majority of cases, just regular background music, content ID free music is good. But there are some cases where you want you want to have a music stream day. Like I've said before, I would love to just sit on stream here and have you guys throw songs at me. I can be like, no, nah, I don't like this song. I like this song. No, nah, I don't like that song. I like this song. And then I can make myself a playlist or whatever. We can share our favorite songs together. We can't do that anymore. Is it not economically feasible to get a license? These companies are so, so amazingly backward and ancient that no. Like, if you want to get a license for a song, you're you're talking to a guy in this department who doesn't know what you're talking about. What is Twitch? What is YouTube? What's a live stream? Uh, you can you can keep you can keep the song up on your channel for a week, but then you got to take it down. And these people, at best, are used to working with like movie studios and stuff, which is you're being talked to by a lawyer and you've got like a 50 page contract and they're potentially paying you $100,000 to use their one song in their in their movie. They're not used to experiencing just some guy who wants to listen to a song sometimes on stream. The tools don't exist for people to really go through mechanisms like purchasing licenses for their live streams. And even if you did, Odds are still that you would get a DMCA or something because the system wouldn't be able to pick you out as the guy who actually has a license. So you could have your stream taken down and then you have to go like, no, 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 I have a license, I have a license, I swear, I swear, I swear, and go through with that whole process to get your channel put back up. A good example is the guy, the, the lead guitarist or singer or whatever from Dragon Force, I think. He streams on Twitch, and he was playing his own music, and his channel got taken down for his music. And clearly he has a license to play his own songs, and his channel got taken down. You, you can literally be the artist and still have a hard time. The defining trait that makes me like a song. Do I listen to metal? Yeah, I like metal. I don't listen to as much these days, but I'm not displeased when a metal song comes on. I'm always surprised to find how Metal isn't niche, 
but nowhere near as successful as uh, like your standard more radio friendly stuff as in like big metal bands uh can potentially make less money than i do live stream i suppose some of that has to do with obviously the music industry being garbage but you know ramstein never really appealed to me uh, i i've heard some of their songs and uh they're, they're quite nice but uh, as in like I, I never listened to them i've been in cars where it's played and i've been like yeah this is, this is all right but it's not a band that i've ever like had in my playlist favorite metallica record i'm not a huge metallica guy which is weird i know because it's metal and everyone loves metallica and stuff but uh i've never been displeased to hear one of their songs but it's never like hit me in an exact right way the music i enjoy guys is music that makes me feel that's it it's not like oh you do you like this genre over that genre no i just like music that makes me feel feel happy feel sad make me dance a little bit make me angry make me just whatever it is i just want to feel something best when the song makes me envision some kind of story or imagery that seems to go with the song like i can click on a song listen to it for 20 seconds and know whether i'm gonna feel something listen to it do it you know no man i i have perfect mental imagery i don't have an aphantasia i can uh, mentally envision anything i'll mentally envision mario punching sonic in the eye and that eye popping out of his head I can't do smells and tastes. That's it. I still think mental imagery of colors are a little bit tough though. Like it's there, but like it's, I feel like surely someone out there can do it more vibrant than me. But I mean, of course, the more, the more complex the mental image, the harder it is. You can't mentally taste. Apparently some people can. There are some people who can imbue their mental imagery with taste. Yeah, we're not talking about this again. People on YouTube like, no, it's another bloody ramble about Aphantasia. Ah. You guys don't know about this stuff, just watch my rambles. I 100% guarantee you that watching the entirety of my rambles, you will learn something. And the reason for that is, every single person out there knows something that you don't. The person you're walking past in the street knows something that you would like to know. And rambles is basically an amalgamation of everything that I know. And so eventually you're gonna run across something in that series and go, oh, oh yeah, that's actually quite interesting. Whether it is the best use of your time, if you have a goal of learning something, that's a completely different story. I will of course say no, it's not. There are many better places to learn a bunch of stuff that no other place has like GTA 5 as background noise. So clearly my rambles are better. <laughs> Comparing different no damage runs. Have I seen Smolin do a no damage run of Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Platinum? No, that wouldn't be that difficult, right? I mean, very time consuming, but maybe he cared about time. I mean, because aren't there Pokemon that where like their first move is always a non-lethal attack? So you could just hypothetically just level yourself to the highest level or whatever, and then just one shot everything. And you can use quick attack and stuff to always go first and stuff. I mean, it would be difficult, don't get me wrong, and time consuming, but um, because Pokemon has so many tools, like, it's definitely a doable thing. RNG is a monster in Pokemon? Certainly, true. It's just in general, the no damage runs, no hit runs that are insurmountable or very difficult, those where you have the fewest options. But in Pokemon, because you have all the time in the world to prepare yourself for anything that's coming up, and you know the range of things that can occur, it's something that you could plan out. Understand, still take skill, still take a lot of knowledge, but 
I would certainly trade places with him in terms of no damage runs. It frustrates me to no end how limited my options are in a lot of things in this run. The view count? Does Smallant not get more viewers than me? Surely he does. Wait, am I even following Smallant on Twitch? I am, right? I was about to say, I don't think I've seen him online. I'm Nos? Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'll fix that later. <laughs> I swear to you, I followed him at some point. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing, and I wish you all the best.